Welcome to episode number 37 of the Truth and Dare podcast. Today, we're giving you our 10-step holiday survival guide so that you can live your truth this holiday season. Also, we've launched the Truth and Dare 30-Day Book Club Challenge. It's not too late for you to join us. We're spending the next month cultivating big magic and bringing words to life through sisterhood. We would love to see you in there. Before we get started on today's episode, we would like to highlight our review of the week. Our review of the week this week comes from Dre Stamp. Dre Stamp says, love this podcast. Both Allie and Carly are amazing souls. This podcast has been helpful in pushing me to start a blog for myself and speak my truth. They are both honest and inspiring. I love listening to them both and how real they are. Thank you, ladies, for sharing time with us. Uh, we love reading these reviews of the week and watching our community grow. If you want to drop us some love, please, please do. Head on over to iTunes. Say whatever you want. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. And maybe we will highlight you next week. Just to let you know, you can find out all the details from today's episode, everything about the 30-Day Book Club Challenge, and anything else you need about us over on our website, truthanddaremovement.com. Now let's get started with our holiday survival guide. Welcome to Truth and Dare, a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Hi, I'm Carly Talbot. And I'm Allie Van Fossen. And we are back. And just to be transparent, it took Carly and I maybe 10 different takes to get this show on the road. Life feels very all over the place right now, right, Carl? So I think our slug in the honey is just going to be a fluid conversation about where we're both at in life. Um, Carly, bride-to-be, how's it going? Yeah, so my wedding is in like three days, and it's just crazy. It's just people flying in, running around, getting things printed, figuring everything out, blah, 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 blah. My phone's bringing off the hook. Um, it's super exciting, but it's just like, it's just fucking crazy. It is fucking crazy. And what you're going to love the most is as your wedding gets closer, all of the questions that get thrown your way that are printed on the invitation and the website, but no one reads. <laughs> so including me, someone texted me the other day and was like, where's the hotel? And I said, I don't know. So... <laughs> Just get ready for all the questions that are going to be thrown your way. Um, also going on in both of our worlds is we're moving on a sailboat in I think less than three weeks now. And most of you already know that. But if you're a new listener around here, Carly and I with our husbands in tow are moving down to the Caribbean to permanently live on a sailboat. Um, it's a really big lifestyle adjustment. We don't know how to sail except for my husband. And we really don't know what we're doing. So. Life feels very uncertain right now. And I just posted on Instagram. I mean, you live your whole life in a really big state of certainty, or at least we have. And here we are three decades into our life and we're going on the, the most uncertain journey so far. And I feel like I'm floating in space. Like all my limbs aren't attached. My head isn't attached and I'm just floating. Yeah, it's just like... 
There's like so many things that we need to be doing right now and so many steps we need to be taking and like things we need to be thinking about as far as this change that we're embarking on. But we're just not really doing <laughs> we're just not really doing them. It's like we have so many things to do. I don't know if any of you listening feel like this right now, but it's like the more you have to do, the less you get done. And the more we're just like perpetually slugging. Like Allie and I are in the thickest as honey that you could ever be in right now. Like productivity, like communication, like all the things that we need to be on top of our shit and like feeling great and healthy and centered are just like pretty much non-existent. Floating in space in honey. <laughs> Giant slug Allie and Carly floating in space. Okay. Space honey. <sighs> Sorry to drag it out, you guys, but we're just in an alternate dimension right now. And we just want to be real with you guys. This is where we're at. I'm sure once we land in Antigua and get aboard the boat and give us a few weeks to adjust, we'll be able to report back in. Hopefully, we've made landfall and we're no longer floating like in space and now floating in the ocean safely and enjoying it. So stay tuned for that. But this week's conversation is all about how to survive the holidays by living your truth throughout the holidays, which for many of us can be really difficult. So we've come up with 10 different ways that we hope will help you enjoy yourself and uh, continue to live your truth and dare to change. So number one on the list, nourish yourself. Um, don't let this time be an excuse to let everything go to shit and allow yourself to feel terrible. I know, especially if you work in an office setting, all the holiday parties are happening right now. And you're probably also being invited to a lot of holiday parties, which are incredible. So please partake. But in that same essence, also drink a shitload of water to like get all that Christmas holiday partying out of your system faster. Eat as many vegetables when you can, as often as you can. If they're at the party, put them on your plate. Um, the next day after the party, try to consume more veggies. And, um, you know, whatever you need to personally do to feel good while you're enjoying and socializing and celebrating, that's what you should do. Each of us operate differently. We all have those things that make us tick. So just make sure you make sure you stay really focused on that. Like how can you nourish yourself? Yeah, good advice. Like why is it that drinking water is so simple but so easily forgotten when you're in the moment? It's like ridiculous. This past weekend even Allie and I were at this wedding and I'm like, "Allie, I'm going to drink like a glass of water every other drink." <clears throat> Yeah, fail. But it's just really hard to remember sometimes. And then you wake up and you're hungover and you don't want to drink water and you don't want to eat your veggies. Yeah. So pro tip, drink the water in between the alcoholic beverages. Carly, give us number two on the list. Number two on the list is have a attitude of gratitude. Obviously, Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and it's all about being thankful, and we know that. But we'd like for you guys, as members of this tribe, to carry that that um, thankful energy with you all the way through Christmas and all the way through the new year, because 
really like almost every little kink that we feel or negative vibe, um, sadness or pain can be really quickly averted as soon as we turn our attention to gratitude because we all, no matter what is going on in our lives, can find something to be thankful for. So two ways that Ali and I think you guys can do this. Number one is to start a gratitude journal. And it doesn't even have to be a big deal. I really like the technique of just writing three things down every day that you're grateful for, either at the end of the day or in the morning. That's it. Like no paragraph shit, nothing. Just three things. Everybody can come up with three things. Um, It's so, so simple. Another idea that I absolutely love that my parents do is to create a gratitude jar. And for those of you that don't know, it's just a mason jar that you open up to all your friends and family who's ever in your house. And when anybody is feeling a sense of gratitude for something, they take a little scrap of paper and they write down their gratitude feeling. They put it in the jar. You keep all these little scraps of paper in the jar. And then at a time when it feels appropriate, like maybe on Christmas or maybe whenever you're feeling like you want a little extra love, you open the jar and you read all the little tidbits of love and happiness. And I know these sound cheesy, but it's a really good way to remember what's important. It's a really good way to not take shit so seriously and so personally. And it's a really beautiful way to connect with your family and friends during the holidays. Totally agree. A few more things to say about gratitude. Some fun ideas could be that when everyone comes over for Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's Eve parties, you have everyone put something in about someone else in the room. And then maybe after dinner, you open up the jar and you read all those notes aloud. Um, Or maybe with your family, you put something in the jar every day from Thanksgiving all the way through to New Year's. And then you pull them out and read them together as a family or as a couple or as friends. Um, So that's a fun way that you can play with it this holiday season. Second, um, over in Journey Junkie land, I have just put out a gratitude and abundance guided meditation and wrote a blog post very similar to what Carly and I just said here. So we'll link to that in the show notes if you want to get your meditation on. Um, Carly, I'm going to let you take number three because you are our nonprofit girl in this team. Well, <laughs> you are. Well, shucks. All right. I'll take it. So number three is get involved. And this is really important. I remember years ago when I was in high school, my mom started making us go out to Immokalee, which is down south of where we live. And it has a lot of migrant workers. And it's a really poor community right outside of like one of the wealthiest communities in the country, Naples. But um, yeah, we used to go and we would feed we would feed people food on Christmas, the families. And it always really stuck with me because, you know, it made me realize how fortunate I was and it made me kind of really get more involved in my community and um, just gives you that sense of, uh, you know, you did something good and it feels really, really good. So what I want to say about this is get involved with a nonprofit. You don't have to serve people food on Christmas. You can. There's a lot of places where you can do that. There's a lot of places where you can um, give out toys and, and presents to children who don't have any. But if that's not your boat, like if you're not really into the Santa Christmas thing, and, and but you just want to spread some good vibes, I mean, every single nonprofit in your area is fundraising at the end of the year. 
Um, this is their time to collect their funds. They're working on their programs and outreach for the next fiscal year. And like, this is their time to really hunker down and reach out to the community. So if there's anybody doing good work in your community, whether it be animal work or work with kids or the arts or anything in between, I mean, really take the time to even $5 makes a difference. And if you can't give money, give time. Um, they can always use volunteers. And there are so many organizations doing really, really important work out there, especially right now with what's going on in our politics. I think the time is now to get involved locally and to really support the organizations that align with you and to just like be a part of that grassroots level. You're going to feel really, really good uh, when you do it. So again, you know, no amount of money is too small and no amount of time is too little. Well said. Thank you, Carl. You're one day, <laughs> one day Carly's going to head up our nonprofit charity section of our business called Carly and Alley Incorporated. We plan to have offices that have hanging hammocks and all sorts of other fun things inside, but she will be heading that portion up of our business, right? Yeah, check in with us in like five years. Yeah, give us five years. So number four on the list for your holiday survival guide is share your passions. Um Oftentimes, we might not see our family very often, or we aren't hanging out with them as much as we would like to, um, or as much as we should, and they might not know what you're up to. If you're part of the 30-Day Book Club Challenge and you're reading Big Magic, it is all about creative living, curiosity, which leads to passion. And this is a wonderful time to let your family in, explain what you're passionate about or what you're curious about and what you do in your daily life and maybe your greater goals and dreams and desires. This is also a really good time talking about passion or Carly and I are trying to rephrase that a little bit, especially because Liz Gilbert is so adamant about calling it interest or curiosity. If you're in the book club, you'll learn more about that. But um, if you like to practice yoga or you're a yoga teacher, maybe you design a yoga class for your family or you invite everyone to a yoga class with you. If you are someone who likes to get outdoors, schedule time for your family, your partner, your friends to go on a hike or get outside together and do something different. Um, if you're a vegetarian or exploring a different style of eating, maybe you bring that one unique dish to the dinner party that gets people to open up their mindset towards food and trying different styles of eating. So share your interests, curiosities, passions, really allow yourself to open up in these moments and show the intimate side of yourself that you so often show to your partner or your best friend, and you might not be showing to your family members. So freaking true. It's like we're so – it's so easy to like – you have those people you can really be yourself around and then sometimes you feel like you wear a mask with your family. I know a lot of people like that. So I love that. <sighs> okay. Moving right along. I hope you all have your notepads out. Um, we are at number five, which is just – freaking relax. You know, this is a time where a lot of us have time off of work. A lot of us are going to be traveling and a lot of us are on vacation. Enjoy it. Like what we said earlier, number one, which was nourish yourself. Yes, we care a lot. Take care of your body. Always take care of your body, mind and soul. But for God's sake, like don't be a psychopath about it. 
there's going to be alcohol around you. There's going to be tons of ugly sweater parties. There's going to be late nights out. There's going to be meetups with friends that you haven't seen since the holidays before. Maybe you haven't seen them in like five years. Maybe you haven't even gone home in that long. Just enjoy the moment. I think sometimes we can get way too caught up in trying to follow these very like strict restrictions that we put on ourselves, and we really beat ourselves up and we fall out of that. And um, that's almost as unhealthy as just like enjoying the cocktail and having fun from a psychological standpoint. And you guys know, I mean, Allie and I preach wellness, but we're also real people and like we let loose and we get down. And I think it's just um, as important in a healthy lifestyle as it is to actually being healthy. So just try to find that balance and really make sure that you're committing to relaxing and you're not taking everything quite so seriously and you're not as strict on yourself as you are in your daily life. Like we spend the rest of the year being strict. So let's just have a little fun during the holidays. Yeah. And speaking of the holidays, so we're going to be here for Thanksgiving and then we won't be here for Hanukkah, Christmas or New Year's. I know. I wonder what it's going to be like down there. And are we going to go out to dinner? Are we going to make food on the boat? Like, what are we going to do? We've been thinking, Mikey and I were talking about that. Like, I wonder what we're going to do for the holidays, but you better know we'll be relaxing. We will be relaxing. <laughs> I am making myself a dirty martini, absolutely, on the boat Hell yeah. or at a bar. Um, okay, so number six, connect with new people. So reach out to someone that you normally wouldn't. Invite them over to spend time with your family and friends, or maybe you go get dinner and drinks. Maybe this is a colleague of yours. Maybe it's that person who always lays down their yoga mat next to you in every single yoga class you attend. I don't know how many times that happened to me. And I would be either too nervous or, um, yeah, like too nervous to reach out and just lean over and say, hi, my name's Allie. And I did find a lot of friends through doing that, but I know the nerves that come into that moment. So reach out to that person that you feel really connected to, but you haven't bridged the gap, right? Um, or maybe this sounds weird, but in our social media age, if there's someone that you know lives in your community and you follow them on social media you know, send them a private message and say, hey, let's meet up. I feel like we have a lot in common. It's the holiday season. Let's get together. Um, you know, in this current political climate of so much divide mm-hmm. and anger and people feeling like the commonalities are really diminishing among one another, this is such a beautiful opportunity to grow your inner circle, connect with new people, walk across that bridge and make new friendships and support one another. At the end of the day, regardless of what's happening politically, we're all still human beings having a human experience. And the more we can see ourselves in others, the closer it's going to bring this country, um, specifically the United States, obviously, back together. And I'm sure if you're tuning in from elsewhere, it's the same thing for you. It's about making those connections and growing your inner circle. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. Perfectly said. Uh, Moving right along down this list. Number seven is disconnect from fucking technology. And what we mean (laughs) by that is just like put away your phone. And I'm getting a little animated because I'm actually just talking to myself, if you can't tell. Um, Yeah, shit. I mean, 
We're on the phones. We're on the phones all the time. I'm looking at it all the time. I'm disconnected from other things because I'm on the phone. This is an opportunity to really engage with your loved ones and um, take some time away from your phone. So how are we going to do that? We've come up with a few ideas. Okay, so number one, maybe challenge yourself to go a whole entire day without checking social media. I just did that the other day because like the day before, I swear to God, like the whole day I was just scrolling on Instagram. I don't even know what I did. So I went a whole day without it and it was great. And guess what? Like (laughs) nothing happened. (laughs) The world kept spinning without Carly scrolling. What an idea. Can you believe that? Like the world didn't end? How dare they? I know. But I found myself doing that the other day too. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon. I had so much shit to get done. And I was just in a vortex of social media. It's such a fucking trap. So the point is the world keeps spinning if you don't go on social media. Believe it or not. I mean, you have to maybe you don't even believe it. You just have to check for yourself and you'll see. Um, number two, another idea is to go a whole meal without texting or bringing out your phone. Um, so often we're like out at restaurants with a group of friends and like somebody brings their phone out or you leave the phone on the table because like, God forbid, we get a notification or a fucking text message or whatever. Um, so yeah, I challenge you to go entire meal. Don't look at the phone. Okay. Number three, this is something I've been doing lately. Um, leave your phone in a different room. So I've been charging my cell phone outside of my room for the past couple of months. And oh my gosh, it's just been so nice. And I really never want to go back. I It's so great to not have the distraction of just wanting to grab my phone and scroll. And um, so maybe if there's a thing going on for the holidays and people are meeting and talking in a room, like put your phone in a room and shut the door. You know, you can always go back and check on it if you need to. But just like keeping it away from you can be really helpful since it is addicting as fuck. And lastly, um, yeah, that's really it. Lastly, I just wanted to say, you know, you can do it. And um, don't be scared to separate every now and then. And uh, just you really just like take the time, take a day, try it out. You're going to feel better once you do it. And um, yeah, I'll be right there with you. Just trying my best. How many times can Carly drop the F-bomb? I'm joking. I'm joking. Sorry, was that a um, lot? It, it's just- no, it's. It's welcomed. It's okay. Yeah. It's, you're like in you're like in spaz space mode. I'm you're about spazzing. To, I'm sorry. I hope no one's offended. <laughs> no, no one's offended. It's our podcast. Um I will say, yeah. and even if it's not the holidays, if Myers and I go out to dinner and we know we want to have a really like present, I mean, who doesn't want to have a present dinner? But we oftentimes keep our phone in the center console of the car and like lock it in the car because then it motivates us to have conversation, right? And when you've been together for so many years and your family members, right? You've known them for so many years. I feel like you run out of things to say or talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to just pick up your phone and start scrolling and escape the 
you know, the conversation and having to put the effort forth. And if the phone isn't there, you'd be surprised how many new conversations unfold and just the deeper connection that happens when you don't have a screen in front of you. And on that note, we're going to get into number eight, which is give love, not presents. I'm sure you're still going to give presents. We don't expect you to go balls to the walls only sharing love. Love, love. <laughs> love everywhere. Free hugs. <laughs> but essentially, you know, if you're strapped for cash and or you just want to add on love onto a materialistic item, you know, maybe instead of just giving a generic card this holiday season, like actually write out a heartfelt letter about what that person means to you and how they benefit your life and how they add to you as a person and reflect on some memories and shared experiences together and just try to make that connection grow deeper and stronger. I know um, this holiday season, since we will be gone, I won't be giving anyone gifts. I'll be sending lots of emails <laughs> or maybe we can do postcards, um, <laughs> but there won't be physical gifts being sent and it'll probably be like that for as long as we're on the boat, right? Like we're not going to mail gifts from Amazon. So essentially, needless to say, we want to just reiterate, love is so powerful and when we can connect with our loved ones on this deeper level through words, through touch, through actions, they really speak volumes. And what's that Maya Maya Angelo quote? People remember. Oh, people it's like re- people remember how you make don't them remember feel. what you say. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't remember what you say or what you do, but how you make them feel. Yeah. So just hold on to that. Um, and that leads us into number nine. I'm going to let you talk about it, Carl, because I think you probably need it more than me. what makes you think that no okay so number nine is to de-stress and um, I know we already talked about relaxing but relaxing in the sense of like having fun and here this is more so about don't lose your mind in the chaos of the holidays it can be really hard I mean families can be tough. There can be tension between siblings and parents. Like Allie and I are not over here in La La Land. We understand that sometimes going home can be really, really difficult for people. And so if you find yourself in in a situation that's a bit more tense than you'd like it to be, take the time to check in. You know what you need to do. Get quiet. Do a guided meditation. Go for a walk or for a run. Do some yoga. Just take like five deep breaths, count them, breathe slowly, and just be patient. It's going to be over before you know it. They come and go so quickly, quicker every single year, and the time is up. So we only have this time for a little, for, for a blip. Everything just happens so fast. So really, really try when you feel that anger and um, frustration kind of building up to use the tools that you have in your toolbox to to just decompress and to try really, really hard to respond before you react. I know it can be challenging, but it is possible. And one thing to remember too is that you're on a journey of living your truth and daring to change, right? So you're doing a lot of deep work all the time. And you know, maybe the your friends and family aren't doing the same deep work as you. And that can be frustrating, but the reason it's good is because you have the ability to change. 
Maybe they don't, but you do because of everything you've been learning and reading and ingesting. So take all of those things and put them into action and you'd be surprised how quickly you have the power to change the energy of a situation. And you have the perfect opportunity to practice everything you've been learning, right? Like the people you're closest with and being in those tense situations oftentimes can bring out the worst in us from my personal experience. Um, But this is the perfect opportunity to put to the test everything that you've been reading, learning, listening to, and cultivating in your life and see how well it works with the people that know you the dearest. Um, Also, I want to say one last thing on de-stress and not losing your mind in the chaos is that our culture really pushes that the holidays is so important to be fully embedded in. Like you have to have the perfectly decorated home and all the perfectly matching awesome outfits for your holiday parties and your wrapping paper needs to be beautiful and everything you cook has to be Pinterest perfect. And it's really become, I think, something it's not. And if we can kind of disconnect and unplug from what marketing is uh, teaching us and making us believe is the holidays, I think we'll have a much more relaxed present moment, which leads us into our final thought, number 10, which is embrace it. Um, embrace this time. Use all the tips we just shared with you. I mean, all of those basically lead up to this final tip of embracing the holidays, embracing your partners, your family members, your children, your pets, your friends, your neighbors, the strangers on the street and in the stores that you see and smile and be present and enjoy this moment. Um, It's one of giving and celebrating and love. And like Carly said, it, it goes by so fast. So embrace it and enjoy it. Yes. Any absolutely. last words? No, I think that's perfect. Just try your best to do you, work your magic, and yeah, just stay in the moment. And that's, cool. yeah, that's that. So, Tad Tribe, the next time uh, we go live on the airwaves, Carly will be, actually, when this airs, Carly will be a wife and uh, she will have a husband. And we'll get this girl married and we will be very close to leaving on our sailboat. So thanks for hanging in there with us. We will keep you posted as everything unfolds as usual. Always remember all the tools, resources, show notes, blog posts, everything we mentioned here about how to live your truth and dare to change is available on our website, truthanddaremovement.com, as well as your weekly journal prompt and signing up for it. If you're not receiving your weekly journal prompts, head on over, get signed up on our weekly email newsletter so that we can send you those. And lastly, we've mentioned it a few times now, our 30-day book club challenge for women, ladies, girls only has just begun. So if you want to be part of creating big magic right alongside an incredible group of like-minded women, you are totally not too late. Head on over to our website and come sign up, come join us, come create big magic with us. So thanks for tuning in. I know we're a little spastic. We have a lot going on, but um, we'll catch you next week for another conscious conversation. Bye. Bye. Bye.